Hey guys, Fanball, late swap in the NBA. That means you can uh, change out your guys right before tip-off, even if they're in the late games. Make sure to go to fanball.com, play, play your NBA. There's a slew of NBA tournaments in the lobby today. Go ahead and play some of those. Also, we got a $10 NFL contest this weekend with an $8,000 prize pool. It's our biggest NFL tournament yet, $1,750 to first place, $750 to second place. It's a max of 10 entries, so you won't be eaten by the Sharks. That's a good thing. Hi. Uh, just a harmless squirrel, not a plastic explosive or anything. Nothing to be worried about. The Explosive Output Podcast. Fortnite Squad, the Explosive! T-Bone, ladies are gonna love you. Hey everybody, thanks for coming out to the Explosive Output Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest. I'm really excited about this one. This is uh, Ryan O'Flanagan. Woo! Uh, yeah, you can find Ryan on Twitter at at Ryan O'Flan or RyanOflanagan.com. And it's a lot of A's in your last name. There's no I's where, where you think there's going to be. You, you would think that a lot of people think there's I's or yeah. double N's. Flanagan. It's a lot. Just A's and N's, single N's. Um, So if you're not familiar with the name, Ryan is known for his roles on uh, Netflix's American Vandal, which Mm -hmm. I've I've watched about half of so far. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's pretty funny, man. Thanks, man. Um, You're also on Fox's New Girl and did did some vocal work on American Dad and Adam Devine's House Party. Last Call with Carson Daly. But my personal favorite is the Funny or Die overexcited tourist videos, which I don't know if you know this, but my group of friends and I I have four kids as well. Oh, really? Okay. So even my kids have seen a couple of the things and they, they, they say, I make them say, are you joking my butt? (laughs) Nice. Good dad. (laughs) But, uh, my, my friends and I, we, we, we we quote all these one-liners all the time. It's like come come chep chep like all, <laughs> That's like, awesome. all the time. You'd be surprised how how well it does with children. A lot of people send me <laughs> videos of of their children doing even saying joking my ass. It's bizarre <laughs> like toddlers. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, you also got a crap load of ri- uh, writing credits, and then uh, you were a part of maybe still are the Dead Kevin sketch comedy. Is it a troop? Do you call it a troop? You can say troop. We just we just say group, a trio. Yeah, we haven't done a sketch in a while. But we did a uh, hundred and fifty-one sketches. We were, did like once a week for uh, yeah, well, over three years, something like that. I watched a lot of those. Those are pretty oh, nice. funny too. Thanks, like, man. It, yeah, it, it reminds me of the stuff that I did back, like, way back in high school and college. But I was around way before YouTube, so right. <laughs> I yeah. get, thankfully, mine were probably written poorly, and I didn't <laughs> I didn't put any of these things online, so. Uh, if you're here locally in the Twin Cities area, uh, Ryan's going to be doing some stand-up at Sisyphus Brewery over by Dunwoody College, Friday and Saturday night. Uh, two shows each night, right? Two shows each night. Eight. Are you? When does this come out? It's going to come out before the shows come out. Yeah, I'm going to have it out today. Oh, nice. So, yeah, come on out to Sisyphus. Yeah, um, eight and ten are the shows. It's like ten dollars to get in the door. Something like that. Something like yeah. that. Uh, I will be at the show tonight. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll, I'll be yeah, out there man. with a couple of my friends. They're oh, excited sweet. to come see it. So. Uh, so usually I start these pods with a backstory and and just to see uh, I, I I like to figure out where people came from and what brought them to where they are today. So mm-hmm. start at the beginning. The beginning. I'm from Massachusetts. Okay. I was born in, I was born in Rhode Island. Grew up in Massachusetts. Then uh, I decided I wanted to be an actor in high school, just making like little videos with my friends. Yeah. 
for like uh you know school projects in lieu of doing actual work we would always ask we just make like a video or whatever <laughs> and uh, i don't want to write a report <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> just wanna, a lot just of teachers film this. Super, yeah we got lucky with a couple of like really nice teachers who are like okay fine awesome. you can do that so just doing those that's when i decided i really wanted to like do that forever yeah and uh so i majored in in theater in college okay went to boston college Ah, BC. Yeah, so I got a lot of uh, debt <laughs> and a theater degree. And uh, but it was in college I started doing stand up around the Boston area, and then uh, right after college moved out to LA, started pursuing stand up more, bunch of open mics and stuff. Yeah. And then I started. We started Dead Kevin. I met those guys doing stand up in LA. Okay. The three of us met. Uh, started doing those sketches, and that kind of started to snowball, having getting a little more attention doing that. Yeah. And build a little bit of a fan base. And then, uh, you know, Ahmed got real successful. He's the one in the group. Yeah. <laughs> he's the breadwinner in the group. <laughs> and then he went off and did a bunch of cool stuff. And now he's got a kid. And, oh. Uh, yeah. What did he go do that for? I know. It's disgusting. <laughs> um, but then I started doing, uh, we all just do like our own little, you know, we all do stand-up, obviously, individually. Mm-hmm. So I kept doing that and started making a bunch of little videos I'll put out on my YouTube. Just like stupid little stuff. Yeah. And then one of them that really hit was the 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 tourist guy. Does it have like an official name? I see it like, doesn't. Well, the, it's <laughs> like funnier die calls it the overly excited tourist. Yeah, I never called it that. I, don't, I think that's way too <laughs> wordy. Yeah, um, I just called it like Ryan. Ryan does like Ryan as it started like Ryan does DC. Or whatever. But the first one I did was uh, in Hollywood, which is right where I live. I live right on like the the Walk of Fame, like a block yeah. from there. So I just thought it'd be funny to go up and just. Be like this dumb guy in like a dumb hat who was really excited to be in Hollywood but didn't know like what anything really was. Yeah. Just pronouncing everything wrong. <laughs> I thought that, so I was going to put that on my, I thought my friends would think that's like my sense of humor I have like with my friends. Sure. So that's really kind of put it out for them. And it ended up doing pretty well. Got like a hundred and some thousand views just on like my personal Facebook. And then I decided to. And uh, you're like, holy crap. Yeah. I have something here. Yeah. It was pretty cool. So I sent it to Funny or Die. Who I had like been in talks with because they produced uh, American Vandal, funnier than yeah. I did. So I was like talking to them, and they said, uh, "Yeah, I'll make a couple more of these videos, see how they do." And they ended up doing really well, and they each got you know like a million something hits. Yeah, and so now we're done like thirty of them, and, and I'm so sick of it. <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> yeah. You're totally getting, sick of it. They're getting you know, <laughs> they're all. <laughs> I never thought I'd be like a catchphrase guy, you know. But I guess here I am. Oh, but you know, your kids like it. They're so funny. Like I, thanks, man. Yeah, I, I I enjoy them. Um, I know that you did one in Minnesota. Yes, that, where we are right now. Uh, just a few months ago, and uh, I I was gathering like, you know, Ryan's doing stand up, and I saw your tour dates. And I'm like, oh, we're gonna see a Minnesota one pretty soon. <laughs> a couple weeks later, it That's came awesome. out. Um. It was shared by a couple of the local like news sources here. Oh, really? Yeah, like on, on Facebook and yeah, Twitter and funny, social man. media. Some people just are so happy to have their town well, on the internet. The <laughs> other thing is, is like, do you get like the weird backlash from people where the people who just like don't get it at oh, all, and they're people, like, an unbelievable amount of people like viciously hate it. I know. I was like, that was one of <laughs> the that, funniest things to me because that's like, what I love the most about it is the people that hate it so much. People that don't like it, they're like this isn't funny. I'm like, that's fine. But the people that people like people will post like, fun, like shame on you, funny or die. You guys used to put out good content. One guy was like. This is classic. This is like Will Ferrell is not funny anymore. And this is like you think Will Ferrell is like putting Will, out these Will videos. Will Ferrell is filming all of the videos <laughs> yes. on Funny People or Die. People are so dumb. 
But I get it. I mean, people, uh, you know, it's not for everybody. The, the social media reaction to it was just astounding. It was like, yeah. this is a straight ripoff of something. I, I <laughs> like didn't even Steve know Rule. what it, A lot of people say yeah, Steve Rule. Yeah, I, I, think, I think that was it. And it was just like, come on. It, it, it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's supposed to be comedic. Like, laugh man. if you like. It's, it's, it's your taste. Come on. Um, are those are those videos completely like off the cuff improv? Do you like do you like walk out there and it's like one take and you're done? Or, yeah. Or do you have like an idea of what you're gonna do? Or you just like literally walk around and see a dinosaur and go nuts? <laughs> well, what I'll do, <laughs> what I'll do is I'll usually like spend the night before like googling places, thing you know, things to see, places to go in that yeah. city. So I'll never like know. Or if it's like a <laughs> city with like more famous stuff, I'm like I gotta sure. see this and that. But some cities, I just have no idea what's there, and I'll Google like what's like I'll Google like what's weird. Yeah. There's, like, there's a website that has it lists a bunch of like weird stuff in certain cities. It's yeah. like, all, like off the beaten path, something like that. I forget what the name of the website is, but it lists a bunch of just like weird like monuments and stuff oh, in cities. The, for instance, that one that you did, I believe it was Atlanta, and mm-hmm. there was like the forest full of doll. Heads. Exactly, that was from that <laughs> website. It was like uh, what the hell? Is I was this? like I Google like weird stuff to see in Atlanta. Go, got to see Doll's Head Trail. <laughs> And Doll's Head Trail, for ha- <laughs> like it was like came out like pretty funny, but that it was legitimately so terrifying. It's way, <laughs> way in the woods, it's, so it doesn't tell you how to like get there. So I went to just it's just like a parking lot in the middle of the woods, and there's just like trails that go off. It's like, like not like signage or anything. No, like that? it's not like I thought it would be like Walking Dead Trail this way. So I'm like, I don't know. I just started walking into the woods. I'm getting eaten by all these mosquitoes and stuff, and like it's super quiet. I'm just like, I'm just gonna head back. I started just like walking back, and I'm like, I came all the way out here. So I was like, all right. So I found finally found this website that listed how to get to Doll's Head Trail. And it is like way into the woods. Yeah. And there's no one around. It's just like just like those like swamps, like Georgia, like Walking Dead. You know, like those woods, those creepy woods, and then just a bunch of just creepy doll heads. <laughs> So I just like filmed as quick as I could, and then just like booked it back to my car. It <laughs> just was, like, to get the bugs off. Yeah, it was it was awful. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, what was your favorite one of those that that you've done? Where you were like, this one is is either like it, it was just funny because of the location, or it was specifically like comedy <laughs> gold or whatever. You know, I actually did. I got stuck. I like had to put one out because I had, like a deadline, like Funny or Die, and I was stuck for a weekend in uh, this place, Victor. I don't know if it's on my Victorville, oh, California yeah. one. Which is like this weird town that's just like there's <laughs> nothing there, absolutely nothing. Yeah. But I was just there for the weekend. I was like filming this thing, so I was like, I have to film a, a Victorville video, <laughs> I guess. And there's nothing there's there. L- it's just a town. But so I like. Is that was, the one like off of Route 66? Right. Or yeah. That, that's yeah, their that's their yeah, only sure. like thing. They're yeah. like, hey, Route 66. <laughs> so I went to like down to the hotel uh, lobby because I usually wear a hat that says the name of the town. Then. Yeah. So I go to the lobby. and I was like, hey, do you guys know if there's a place I could find a a Victorville hat to like a souvenir store. Yeah. And the girl looks at me and she just goes, I mean, it's just Victorville. <laughs> <laughs> she like, doesn't yeah, even want to be there. <laughs> yeah. But it was fun. I was just, I had really uh, cranked up the weird for that one. And <laughs> it was like, there's nothing interesting there. So I was really just uh, being as weird as I, I could. I think I, was that the one where you're like just running through a field for a while, like back and forth? Or was that like, uh, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, like that was that one. <laughs> like, Look at this park. Yeah, <laughs> there's really no uh, not there. Oh, that was awesome. Um, did did you? I, I we talked briefly before the podcast started, mm-hmm. and you said that uh, you you were a Panthers fan. I'm a Panthers fan, and you became a Carolina Panthers fan because of a hat. Yeah, that was a huge <laughs> mistake. Being from New England, I could have five yeah, Super Bowls what, what right did, now. How did, but, how did you feel about the New England Panthers Super Bowl there? Oh, it was br- I mean, I, I hate the Patriots. There's nothing more, nothing that I hate more in this world. Weird. 
I know, but I got, uh, yeah, I went, I remember I was seven years old, and we were in Maine on, like, vacation, and I just wanted, like, a hat, because it was, yeah. like, hot. I was like, Dad, let me get a hat. So we went to this big Reebok store, it has all these hats of all the teams, and I picked out the two that I wanted, which were Panthers and Jaguars. The new teams. Yes, yeah, so it was the, 95. The new, the new both, sexy teams. Yeah, right. Teal and yeah, electric they were cool. blue. <laughs> yeah, with, like, their, their no fear font. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so I was, like, I was like, between those two. But the Panthers hat said Panthers on the back. The Jaguars hat did not say anything on the back. So it was my dad who said, who ran the the youth soccer league at the time. My dad says, you get this Panthers hat, we can name your team the Panthers. You can wear this hat and it can uh, – that could be like your team hat. So that's why I ended up getting that <laughs> Panthers hat so I could have it be my, my soccer team. Yeah. And now I'm just like a diehard. Look at all this stuff, dude. I got like this and all this You're shit. like a legit Panthers fan. Yeah. This fucking <laughs> brave. Look, at this, look at this watch, dude. Look at this Panthers watch. <laughs> I'm a, such a loser. So are you, So, have you been to many games down in Carolina? A bunch, yeah. Really? I'm going, I'm going to the next next week. We're playing the Jets in New York. I'm going to that game. Okay. My family's all Jets fans. So we're going to go together. That's uh, a, yeah, your your family's from Rhode Island. Well, my dad's from New York. Oh, your dad's, dad's from New York, York and his so it's like Jets his brother. Okay. Yeah, then another college friend's coming. He's a Jets fan, so we're going to that game. But I've been to a, a usually when they come to anywhere near LA. Like I went to the San Fran game this year. Okay, back uh, when the Chargers were in San Diego, went to that game. Yeah, and then when I played the Rams last year in LA. Went to that game. That's cool. But I'll try to go to you know in uh, like Arizona. I'll try to go to like a, a Charlotte game every once in a while. I went last year. But I've actually become friends with a, a guy on the team. Oh, yeah? I've become pretty close friends with Ryan Khalil, our center. Matt Khalil yeah. used, oh, to, yeah. used to be Former a, a Viking. tackle for the so Vikings. So I've met both yeah. of them. Have you ever seen my pictures with them? Oh, man. No. We're, we're, we're bros, me and the Khalils. <laughs> Dude, Matt's awesome. That's the coolest. But they're both super cool. I, he still owns a pizza shop here. Yeah, apparently there was some underage. Did you see that <laughs> story? Yeah. <laughs> somebody sold some beer accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, saw that. Oh, well. That kind of stuff happened. What are you going to do? It's only a big deal because he's Matt Khalil, right? Right, but he wasn't even, he doesn't know. Yeah, he, he, he doesn't have anything to it's do with It's also like a 17-year-old serving a 19-year-old. So it was like, hey, they're older. Yeah. <laughs> At least they're older. <laughs> like, as far as I know, you're old. Do you, do you uh, ever get involved in fantasy? stuff i just i don't i did one year yeah and i actually won like the league but oh. it wasn't like for money quit i know <laughs> i go out on top it was just like friends and i was like i won but i i hated it you hated I hate it. fantasy because i'm too loyal to the panthers there's such a conflict of interest if someone else if i'm playing you and you yeah. have cam there's just a part of my brain that doesn't want cam to do well so i have i have a neighbor he, he lives next door to me and uh he is a diehard Steelers fan. He's mm-hmm. like from Pittsburgh, born and raised. And he go, his draft strategy in fantasy is I will draft Steelers, no one else from the AFC, <laughs> and the rest NFC players. Okay. It's it, like he's he's like that nuts on right. it. Like not even like the Chargers. Right. Like, who, who, like, <laughs> not a rival. Not a rival. Yeah. Nope. Not at all. Nobody from the. AFC. I mean, I respect that, but I can't even do that because <laughs> there's the four games a year you play the other conference, yeah. and I am not trying to. <laughs> You know, root for someone else. But what I do do is I do a uh, like a betting against the spread league. Oh, sure. So it's like it's like sixty or seventy people. It's like a bu- huge league. And I've been doing it for like three years. You can bet like total points, mm-hmm. bet against the spread. And you can bet points. You know, you start with like a thousand points, then whoever has the most points at the end. Oh, s- fictitious money. dollars, basically. Right. Yeah. But then you put real money, and then the winners get. So last year I got third place out of like sixty, seventy people, and I got okay. like three hundred bucks. That was pretty cool. This year I am struggling mightily. It's been a weird year. In so, the NFL. so you need you need to, you need some like 
pretty decent picks to yeah. get back into it. I need to, yeah. I had a nice one last night. I picked, you know, it was the Pittsburgh-Tennessee yes. game. I picked the over on the points. So uh, I got that right. Okay. So now can, can you double up on the games too? Could you have gone over and Pittsburgh? Yep. Okay. You can do like you can do parlays and stuff. Oh, it's super shit. fun. Yeah. So you're never out of it. Oh, until like the very the, end. This you sounds can, fun. It's super fun. I'd like to see the format of that game just yeah. just to play it because that that would be that would be fun to play with my yeah, friends. Awesome. I get out to Vegas every once in a while during the NFL season and. You just, you just go you crazy. Just camp and you just sit and go grab a twelve pack of beer and yeah. parlays and have a good time. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was just in Reno last weekend, and I was like, yeah, I'm here. I kind of want to bet on it. Was the yeah. It was uh, Miami was playing Notre Dame. That was that big game. Oh yeah. That big upset blowout, and I put money on Miami. Not a lot. I don't. I'm so scared to put like two. I put like yeah. twenty bucks. Sure. But I won thirty bucks. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the problem with sports betting. Is I feel like. You can't win like the big amount of money unless you either go completely crazy, yeah, or or do a parlay and parlays like just never work out. It's so you rare. always get four yeah. out of five. Exactly. It's just like God damn it. It's Can just, I get something from that? Uh, Give me half. It's just crap. I, yeah. I I'm a terrible terrible sports better. I'm a good fantasy player. But I'm a terrible me too, man. sports better. Me too. Um. So you 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 played uh, soccer as a kid? Did you play any soccer other? as a kid? Yeah. And then uh, in high school, I played football. Okay. I wasn't good. I was too small. I was yeah. always just getting just the shit kicked out of me <laughs> playing football. Um, but it was cool. I was a I was a, a corner. I okay. had some I had some interceptions. Yeah. Never scored a touchdown. It's my biggest regret. I still have dreams about it. Dude. But I'm just scoring touchdowns. What was the closest you got? Oh, I got to well, I played receiver too, but it was okay. like it was like a JV game. It wasn't the varsity, but I had one catch that man, I got down to like the five yard line. That was that was the closest I've ever got. <laughs> and you get up and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> But uh, yeah, man, never had that feeling. It's probably for the best. I probably would have like gone would've, ham wild. Yeah, would have gone to your head. Yeah. What, what sort of tele, uh, touchdown celebration would you have done now that <laughs> we've had all these great ones in the I NFL been, this year? Yeah. Any like small play I made, I always like my emotions would always get the best. Remember, I had like one like I, was, I had to play running back when I was like filling in for like this injured kid, and I had just like a run. It was like one like twelve yards, but it was like a first down run. But remember, I I got up and I just fucking just like threw. I didn't even it was like luck. I didn't get a penalty, but I fucking just like threw like spiked the ball like that. I was all fucking pumped up. And I'm like that's I'm surprised I didn't get like flag. doing one of these. <laughs> yeah, getting the crowd yeah. pumped up. It was a JV. There was no one there. It's just like my dad. Like eight parents there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so you you played football and mm-hmm. that, and then that ended in mid high school yeah probably. well i played all through high school yeah played all four years okay and then uh, i went to college and i was i was like i'm not gonna play in college you, <laughs> you gonna weren't gonna killed. be doug flutie <laughs> yeah right <laughs> not trying to play in college uh so you got to college and is that when you kind of started the comedy stuff uh, yeah yeah it was actually uh boston's got a pretty good comedy scene too they right? do boston's awesome yeah but I uh, it was actually it's weird because I say I started like uh, like my senior year of college in Boston. Okay. But really, the first time I ever did stand up was my freshman year in uh, in Providence. Okay. And for like two three years, I would did do. You go, did you go to Providence University your first year? Or? I went to I went to UMass Amherst, but I'm from okay. like Providence area, okay. so I went back home. So All right. Two hour drive, but I would do this these shows in this uh, casino they have in Providence. Or Lincoln, Rhode Island. Okay. They have a catch a rising star out there. And uh <laughs> they had they had these contests all the time and all these local you know, that place and a bunch of other local Rhode Island contests and stuff and I was always entering these contests and I would never do I didn't even know about open mics. I would never do open mics for like two years. Uh 
just doing these contests of once every three, four months. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was like a, a comedian because I was doing comedy <laughs> three times a year. Yeah. You know, and thought that's what comedy was. Then uh, senior year, I was like reached out to a couple of Boston comics. And I was like, yeah, have any recommendations how I can sure. get in, get in more shows? And people are just like, go to open mic. I started an open mic near, near college, near my campus. And I started going to more mics out there. Then I finally started. Just keep knowing, hitting the knowing open what mics. I was doing. Exactly, yeah. Keep then I moved working in. the craft. Yeah, exactly. Rather than just doing it twice a year and doing a different set every time, too. Yeah. So it was all material I'm doing for the first time, just in front of my family and friends. And They were very supportive, but I was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> then I started doing open mics. Then I moved to L.A., and um, then I got way too into open mics because there are so many available. Sure. I was doing like 20, 25 a week in L.A. Wow. For like a year. And I would work full time. Then I would do like four or five mics a night. But that's that's how a lot of people in your industry yeah. really get their start. For just sure, like yeah. Yeah, you meet you persistent. meet a lot of people. Yeah, just get yourself out there. And, yeah. But you can burn yourself out pretty quick. Oh, I bet. So now I do a, a few. I try to do more shows, but yeah. still good to go to open mics every once in a while. Just kind of try out some new stuff. But I'm not uh, crazy like I used to be. I yeah. Just burning the candle at both ends. Um. How how much when you when you do stand up do you, do you get like a really tight set and and really have it like honed in like a good thirty to forty five or sixty minutes or whatever you do or 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 is it like something that you you come up with a little bit of different nuance to it every time yeah and, I try and to the do jokes like change a, order or right yeah yeah I'm not uh, I'm pretty structured I'm yeah not, I think my kind of I don't know if you ever seen me do stand up. But my, I've seen uh, some on YouTube. Okay, and, and I will see it tonight. Oh so. yeah, you will see it tonight. That's right. But I'm pretty uh, kind of, I guess, loose. Um, I mean, I know what I'm going to talk about. Yeah. But I think the kind of persona or stage presence I think I've developed is like a kind of an idiot, <laughs> which is, I guess, what, what people expect of me. Oh no. But uh, yeah, just like a my my manager likes to call it uh, smart wrapped in stupid. Like there's there's smart there's some smart stuff in there, but. I definitely uh, give the air of, oh, this guy's kind of an idiot. You should throw them all off one of these times and show up with, like, the cardigan or the elbow right. <laughs> patches on the sleeves and a bow tie. And... Yeah. <laughs> Hello, friends. Um, who, were the, who were the comedic idols when you were growing up? Maybe, maybe, maybe it was more acting because you said you always yeah. wanted to be an actor. So who were the guys that you looked up to when you were young? Oh, man, acting. I'm a big uh, – I was always a big Ben Stiller fan. Oh, like Ben he's Stiller great. And, and Jim Carrey. And uh, like Jack Black. But comedy-wise, I really like Norm MacDonald. I'm a big Norm fan. Oh, my God. Yeah. Him you know? on SNL when I was a kid. God, we just uh, quoted Norm MacDonald over and over again. Yeah, Dirty big. work to this day. Yeah. Probably one of my top ten movies. He's just he's just so naturally. Even off stage. <laughs> I met him for the first time a couple months ago, and I was like real nervous because my favorite comic. Yeah. And he was just exactly who he is on stage. <laughs> just like, <laughs> that's hey, just, That's just know. Norm. Yeah, that's Norm. <laughs> And uh, I like him. I like uh, I like Sebastian Maniscalco a lot, and uh, Brian Regan. Yeah, I was a big Louis fan, but he can't be anymore, I guess. <laughs> and that sucks because it like, like I get it, yeah. but like, can we appreciate people for their craft and not right. for He's what a great comic, not for what they're He's doing? Very funny outside of it. Like, has every artist ever been like right. been like a good guy? Yeah. No, I mean. Yeah, I'm, I, a, I bet the there's some age. stories about Bill Shakespeare. <laughs> well, <I> mean, <laughs> classic Bill Shakespeare stories. <laughs> but yeah, so now, uh, uh, I mean, I still, you know, love his comedy. Yeah. Don't love what he does sometimes to people. No. 
But uh, yeah, I'm a big fan. But of that's that's kind jokes. of this is going to be the next I think year of our life is just going to be yeah. everybody who has some notoriety who did anything is everyone's going, going down. Going, going to be going down. Yeah, it'll it's, happen to us too. It's only going to be ladies. The bigger left. The, the bigger this podcast gets, you're I know you're, you're going to get taken down, dude. It, probably by my wife. She's going <laughs> to say all the things that I do and don't do. Um, <laughs> what's the biggest misconception that you think uh, is a part of the comedy industry? Oh man! Like pe- people go, oh, you must just have it easier. What's what's the thing that people don't know? I think a lot, a lot of people will say, like, man, you must like some a lot of a lot of you know silly or or weird events or family gatherings or you know places of work. People you know comics are at. People go, you you must get so much material out of this place. We're <laughs> we're so we're such goofs, you know. I would always have I had day jobs for years, and people mm-hmm. are always like. Oh, you know, I made an extra copy by accident. That's going in Ryan's act, I guess. And so, like, you know, people, but people are constantly family members, too. Oh, he, we're hanging out, like, a few months ago, and mm-hmm. they're like, oh, all, this whole night's going to be your whole next act. We're all just such goofs. And it is fun and funny. We're having fun, but, like, that's not how I I write. You yeah. Know? I don't, uh, it's a lot of real life stuff. I mean, I try to be as, as silly as possible, yeah. as relatable as possible, but I'm not necessarily, and I, I don't want to speak for all comics, but I don't think I'm necessarily getting a lot of material from what uh, family or, or office people or whatever might, might think is silly or funny. Yeah. How, how do, what's your, what is your writing process? Like, it's weird. I, I used to, I, it's harder to get, I feel like it's getting harder and harder to write sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I used to plow through material, especially when I was doing all those open mics. I think sure. that's one good thing about it is it kept me just writing constantly. Yeah. My brain was always working. Things would just, like, come to me. I wouldn't, like, sit down and try to write. Now I'm in, like, a, I'm a little older and my brain was, works slower, I think. <laughs> I got to just, like, sit down and just and think and try to think of what's funny that's happened or yeah. what I think is, you know, just kind of, I'll just, like, spitball. Sometimes I'll smoke a little reefer, you know. Oh, no. Just kind of wa- <laughs> just kind of walk around my apartment or go for a walk or something and try yeah. to just just start talking to myself, not to, about anything in particular. Just I just try to never stop talking to myself. Just a stream of consciousness till something's like, ah, oh, that's kind of funny idea. So, yeah, yeah. Or I pretend in my head I'm talking to like my friends or something, and you know, see what comes out. Did when you were doing open mics, did you like structure yourself and like kind of go on a discipline? Like I'm gonna sit at this desk and write, or was it more along the lines? That was of- those days were all like. I never like did like the sitting and writing. I yeah. still to this day I don't have like a notebook. I'll do like <laughs> I, have, I have like a word document. Okay, which is weird because I'm like the least like technologically savvy person of yeah. all. Probably of any comic that I know, and definitely of all my friends. But I never did like the no. I never, a lot of comics like to carry like a little notebook and write down. Flip a it stuff. open. Yeah, it looks so cool. You yeah, know, going open me. I bust out the notebook. Yeah, I just never did that. But I was never like a sit down and write guy. A lot of people go to like Starbucks and yeah. just have a coffee and clear their head, and I can't. I don't know. I get distracted being at Starbucks. <laughs> I like to. I don't know. But if things used to always come like constantly, just like come to me. I was always I was working these day jobs too, which I think was another thing that just kept me like alert all the time. Yeah. And now I don't have a day job anymore. But I'm lucky enough to like get by on comedy and acting and stuff. Yeah. But it's also just like made my brain like mushier, I think. <laughs> oh no! Or I'm just like, yeah, I'm just like home a lot, and things just kind of happen slower in my brain. Yeah, I, I need, fa- to get, need to get a day job again. <laughs> I found that as well. Like I was, uh, I was working for a long time in the paint industry. Mm-hmm. Really exciting, right? Um, but the construction 
downturn in the market hit, you know, five, 10 years ago and, yeah. and I got laid off and I was home and I was doing the stay at home dad thing for a while. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I'm so bored. Like I don't have like adults to talk to. Right, and exactly. then like, I wasn't, I, I used to write a lot too. And I was, I was not writing anymore. And I yeah, was, it's weird. Cause that, I, I always thought like, man, if I could ever get out of this day job, I just have all my days free. I'm just going to write so much. just constantly and spend yeah. all day. It's just the total opposite. Yeah. I would write more like at my day job. Cause I would be all hopped up on coffee and just like my <laughs> brain would be trying to do spreadsheets now. Just like, you know, functioning at a higher level. What were the day jobs that you had oh, man. during that time? Probably I had, I worked at a Live Nation for a year. Okay, the concert promoter. Right, yeah. yeah, just like a temp job for like ten bucks an hour. And after that, I worked at this this company. I worked there for like maybe three years or so. This company it was pretty cool. I actually liked the job a lot. There's this company that gets uh, entertainment visas for bands that are like traveling to other countries. Then you like visas for oh, whatever sure. they're going to in their passport. But it'll be like groups of like fifty people and like a band and crew and all this like mm-hmm. big acts like. Rihanna and Eminem and stuff working with a bunch of big acts that have these huge crews, and so they just uh, have these companies just get all their visas for them and get them like quick and yeah. So I just I was like I did a lot of uh, so it's a desk job for it. So yeah. It was a desk job, yeah. yeah. So I was there for like three years, but it was cool, man. It was the first time I, you know, was making money like that. Sure. And, uh, and that, that even, was out in L.A.? I was at, yeah, I was in L.A. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. I liked the people I worked with. Then I got fired <laughs> for uh, for doing, like, too much comedy. I had to do these. I had, like, to take two out of three weeks off. Okay. To do, like, a week in Canada, then a week in New England. And they were so cool with me, like, leaving most of the time okay. and doing auditions and stuff. But they were like, man, two out of three weeks could you? Is there any way you could not do one of those weeks. And I was like, those are both like two really big things. I was yeah. like, nah, I got to do both of them. Yeah. And they're like, ah, well, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, was, I was super sad, man. I cried when I left. I like, actually liked that job a lot. <laughs> um, what's the dream scenario with the career? Uh, would it be like movies? Would it be yeah, like, for TV? Sure. Or? Yeah, I want to act yeah. for sure. That's the, if I had to choose between you know that or, or stand-up, I'd definitely... Acting is my number one. Yeah. Comedic yeah, actor or dramatic actor? Well, or all what? of it. Yeah. I think I've mostly done, or almost only done, uh, com- comedic acting. There's so much crossover with it, though. Cause, yeah. I mean, you, you see you see sitcoms, and I, I don't know why this one just popped into my head, but Kirstie Alley on Cheers. She wasn't <laughs> known as a comedic actress, but, yeah. but she fit on there. And, exactly. and like the, the uh, actors on Friends, like Jennifer yeah. Aniston's not a comedy actor. Right, but like, yeah, but she fit that role but, perfect. But, but she fit that role, and yeah. there's so much crossover in it. Yeah, so I'm, yeah, I would like to do all sorts of stuff. I just made this uh, short film, actually the one that I filmed in Victorville. <laughs> was a short film that was directed by Ryan Khalil. So what? Come, so he that's that's how we met. He wants to, he don't wants to like produce movies and stuff. Really? So that's how we he knew my sketch group. So that's how we met. Or okay. I met I met him and told him about my sketch group. He became a fan. Mm-hmm. Dead Kevin. And uh, but that was like a short film, like twenty minutes. And there's like some funny moments, but it's really not like a comedy. So I was so happy that like he saw that in me. He's like, I want to cast you as this as like the main guy in it. What was what was that one about? It's about it's uh it takes place in the future, but it's like real old. It's like well dressed in like fifties stuff and talk okay. like fifties guys. But it's like in the future, there's like floating cars and it's kind of like a vi- a fifties vision of what the future would be. Kinda. Okay. Um. So I had to get this cool fifties haircut, like a <laughs> you know they did like a what do you call it? like a curling iron? You know, gave me like a little <laughs> flip and stuff, and I had to shave. I hate shaving, <laughs> and uh, but it's it's these two guys. These two uh, jetpack salesmen, this older guy 
um, is actor Mark Moses. He's in a bunch of stuff. <laughs> jetpack salesman. Yeah, we're like door-to-door jetpack salesman. And uh, we're going door-to-door. And this guy got like this like dark tw- – so I'm like the new first day on the job yeah. kid. Then there's like the older guy who's kind of showing me the ropes. And it takes this like dark turn uh, where he shows me kind of the dark side of being a jetpack salesman. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was just uh, – I don't want to give it away. Is that out somewhere? It's not. It will be soon. I think they're sending it to a bunch of like festivals and stuff, and okay. hopefully they'll be able to. I'll put it online or something. It's it's dramatic, but like it sounds ridiculous. At the yeah, same it's got time. yeah, it's got like just like silly weird stuff, but it's also like kind of dark and weird. Super <laughs> it was super fun to do. But yeah, Ryan Khalil directed it. He's an awesome director. Is he really? Yeah, he's, he was great. He's That's great fun. Director, um, so so movies would be be the main thing that you're yeah going on. like I would love that did you did you ever have like pipe dreams of SNL or man not, I auditioned for SNL a couple times really? and got really close I got to like uh, the final like maybe eight people they were considering a couple of years ago which that, uh, which group was that, that was the that year they in? hired like five people that was like Brooks Whelan and Kyle Mooney and Beck Bennett and oh okay Noel Wells the the, the group that's now John kind of hitting yeah. the strike zone there yeah exactly yeah. so I was auditioned with them didn't get it and then uh, the next year they told me uh, you can audition one more time <laughs> and then that's it so you can do this year or you can really hone your craft and come back next year and audition but we're all going to give you one more audition I was like, I'll just do this year then. Why not? YOLO, you know? Because <laughs> I went out that year. Yeah. Then I made it really far. It was the final maybe three or four. And that was the year they hired uh, Pete Davidson. Okay. So it was between me and him and maybe one or two other guys. Oh. But I did the whole like meeting with Lorne, you know, in his office and then a couple other people on the show. But yeah, it was cool. I, you know, got to meet like a bunch of people uh, like Seth Meyers and yeah. flew me out just to like have like drinks with him and a bunch of other producers and stuff. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was cool. It didn't, But I never wanted to be on SNL. Really? They found, I think they saw like a video of me. It might have been the video you saw, like a YouTube stand-up video. Okay. Where I was like, uh, I was like the Jellin. You ever see that? Yes. Yeah, the, it was that. The, the Jellin. <laughs> yeah, which is super old. I don't, even, I don't even do that joke anymore. It was like super old. <laughs> and they saw it, thought it was funny. Then they like had me audition for SNL. They ended up making it really far. But... uh <laughs> Wearing sandals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that, I mean, I don't know if I would want to, you know, that's not, not like the, the dream. That sounds like a very stressful job working yeah. at SNL. I would love to be on sitcoms or and movies and stuff. That's that's my dream. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who are a handful of people kind of along the lines of the the people that you've met along the way that, that people should follow that on Twitter that maybe we don't know about? Follow on Twitter. Oh, man. Obviously, Ryan O'Flan. Follow Ryan O'Flan. Yeah. A lot of comics that I like that are kind of up and coming. Langston Kerman is probably one of my favorite, maybe my favorite uh, kind of peer. Okay. Um, I actually just found out this release today. We're doing the, the Netflix. I got the Netflix or the Comedy Central half hour. Nice. I got that. But I'm filming with uh, Langston. Okay. Where, like, they do like two two comics together. Two That's at like a time. a show. Yeah. yeah. So it's me and Langston, and I'm now I'm all nervous. He's I look up to him so much. I'm like, God, he's gonna be there. Damn. Hope I go first because I can. I don't want to follow. Him. But uh, he's awesome. There's this comic Sandro Yocolano, who's a uh, an LA guy. Who's Spell just, that for me. Yeah, no, I'm just it's, it's not. You're not gonna. It starts st- starts with an I actually. Oh no. I O C O L A N O Yocolano. He needs but he's a just stage the, name, man. Yeah. <laughs> but he has the funniest uh, Instagram, I think, of all of all my friends. Christian Duguay is a me. Uh, everyone knows, like, Beth Stelling. I really love Beth. 
And of course, my boys Ahmed Barucha and Jack Robichaud of Dead Kevin. Yeah, follow those boys. Uh, do you think that you'll ever do more Dead Kevin stuff, or is probably? I mean, not not like regularly like we yeah. used to every week, but we're definitely uh, not. You know, uh, we're, we're gonna every once in a while put out a sketch. Maybe once every you know a few months or a year or something. We just put out one. We were we killed ourselves off in our final sketch. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, we like fell down the stairs and died. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was just how we killed ourselves off. But then, like, maybe a year or eight or months later, something like that, we just put out another random sketch that we were just alive, like we never died. <laughs> put it out, and everyone's like, oh, are you guys back? And we were like, nah, I don't know. We just wanted to make a sketch. We were all hanging out, and we just, like, put it out. So stuff like that. But it's busy now, you know? We're all too, you know, doing stuff. Ahmed's uh, got a baby yeah. and a wife. We're all on the road a lot, you know? So whenever we can, but it's not it's not over. Do you like being on the road? Sometimes. I like quick trips. Like, this is cool. I like a nice weekend trip. You were in Eau Claire last night. Yeah. And then... That was super fun. Doing a couple nights here. A couple nights in Minneapolis. That's nice. Nice three-day trip is yeah. is cool well, for me. Eau Claire's only like 60 miles away. So. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool, man. Yeah. I'd never been there. It's a cool little town. I didn't realize. A little college town, yeah. Yeah. And then... Uh, so this is... But when I'm on the road for like two weeks, I like... I, do not like that. Yeah, I get really uh, just. I like I like having my stuff. Yeah, having my stuff around. What's What's the stuff that What wh- What do you do when you're at home? I got a routine, man. I like to wake up. I wake <laughs> up at about nine fifteen, nine thirty. I go to the. Oh, that's gym. the life right there. <laughs> yeah. God, sleeping in. <laughs> I go to the gym. I come back. I like to vacuum. I'm a vacuum guy. I like to vacuum. What? And I make what? I just like having what? a clean carpet. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, dude. I like vacuuming. <laughs> I like you vacuum every day. Not every. Maybe like <laughs> well, like three times a week. I'll vacuum. Oh my god! I'm like once every three weeks, and I have four <laughs> kids. <laughs> yeah, we well, you know what it started, dude. Because my shitty apartment, we had fleas uh, in my apartment building, so I had to start vacuuming every every day. And uh, finally, the fleas went away. So you had to vacuum, and then you can't like just leave the vacuum. You have to go take the thing outside, and like because the fleas are still alive in sure. there. Sure, you got to empty the fleas into the dumpster. And I started doing that, and I was like, I kind of like vacuum. <laughs> I like the, like it makes my carpet soft. Like, yeah, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> and I feel like an adult doing it. But I like I do lists. I do little see like look at this little list here. I make like, little lists every day, and I check off. It's just like dumb basic stuff. Like, uh, like, st- like, I gotta like, like, text this person. Almost <laughs> literally says, text the guy who's running the show tonight. He's, his name is Sai. It just says, text Sai with a check mark. Yeah, I texted him. <laughs> I had a question for him. And then just like respond to this email. But it just makes you feel like you're like getting stuff done throughout the day. When you see all those check marks, even if they're, they'll be like super dumb stuff. It'll be like, just pick up your like dirty clothes. I'm like, check. I'm, I'm married to a very successful woman who nice. is the biggest checklist person in the world. Yeah. In fact, she puts things on the list that she's already done just, just to check them <laughs> off. <laughs> you can't put that, that on yet. to te- check it yeah. off. But, uh, <laughs> but love seeing but that. She, she's she's so focused on everything, and she gets everything done like every day. And yeah. I, I've never been a checklist guy. I should get into it. Just try it. Yeah, it'll just make you just little stuff. Yeah, I'm like clean the bathroom. I'm like yeah, it takes five minutes. And I'm done. Get that get that <laughs> check mark. The most responsible, overexcited tourist of all time. You <laughs> yeah. should do one where you're just checking off things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You joke my ass. Got this done. Uh, is there anything else that you'd like to uh, promote? Yeah, you can check out my Comedy Central Half Hour coming out. Uh, probably be like April. 
Okay. But if you live in the New Orleans area, I don't know if you have a lot of New Orleans fans. Oh, tons. <laughs> that in Sweden, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can come out to that show, uh, which is in December uh, 8th. You can find the tickets like on my website for that tape. So that, that's going to be when you, when you tape it down yeah, there? Yeah, and, uh, November, or uh, December 8th. New Orleans is a fun town. I know. I've never been. I'm excited. Really? You haven't? Yeah. Um, Bourbon Street. Yeah. Amazing. Um Gonna go crazy. I, w- I went down there for my cousin's wedding last year. It was the first time I'd been down there. And we they have like mule rides where oh, you, you get yeah. you get on like a buggy that's carried by yeah. a mule and they will take you around the city and like show you everything. Like everything oh, that's ever happened. That's awesome. And they have like the oldest bar in America there. Oh really? And it's like the original hurricane recipe, like for uh, the drink. Yeah. And I was like, I'm on the buggy ride and I'm like <laughs> Hey, can we stop the buggy ride so I can go get one of these hurricanes that you're talking about? And she's like, curbside. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and man. the lady comes out and she's going to give us a, a hurricane. She's like, I'm the only one in here. You have to like stop and run in and get it. So I ran in and get it. It was freaking delicious. Oh, man. You got to get a hurricane when you're A down hurricane. There. Okay. No, that's that's the drink of choice down there. All right. I'm going to do that. But, yeah, I'm pumped. Yeah. New Orleans is, uh, is really good. Great food. Yeah, awesome man. Awesome stuff. I'm seafood pumped. all over the place. So yeah, check that out. Check out American Vandal on Netflix. Yeah. Check out. Uh, yeah, that's it. I'll be in com- <laughs> I'll be on uh, a show on Comedy Central called Corporate. I think it comes out la- later uh, in 2018. I'm on one episode of that. Okay. And then uh, I don't know. Come out and see a show. Netflix has been huge for they're taking the, over the, the comedy community. Yeah, specifically. for sure. Like, yeah. Just letting people write and do the things they want to do, and also just all the stand-up yeah it's awesome they do it. now they're putting out quarter hours netflix quarter hours there's people just doing 15 minute sets that's called 15 minutes yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's letting uh you know up-and-comers get their shot on netflix is pretty awesome no that's pretty cool um hey man thank you a lot you didn't thanks you, for having you me thanks for coming to my hey we're in my hotel by the way everybody yeah, it, which is coming. which is two blocks from my office yeah so uh but really thank you 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 didn't sure, have man. to be a, a, a cool guy who I'm responded to some random dude on facebook and i i really appreciate that you for sure man you uh joined us on the podcast so happy to do it all right well for uh ryan flanagan uh at ryan O'Flan again Again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> or RyanOflanagan.com. All A's in there. No I's. Uh, yeah. Find find him on uh, on Twitter and uh, check out his website. And make sure to get out of the show at Sisyphus tonight. So uh, for Ryan, this is Matt Harrison. Uh, thanks for listening to the Explosive Output Podcast. There are two kinds of angry people. Explosive and implosive. Explosive is the kind of individual that you see screaming at the cashier for not taking their coupons. Sandball Podcast Network. <laughs>